Betting Preview Podcast from Pregame.com. Pregame.com. Broadcasting straight from the Las Vegas Strip. Vegas, baby. With your host, R.J. Bell. I saw him on ESPN. Can I call Marco Daddy? VR seems wild. Nebraska at Kansas State, Thursday night ESPN. Marco, what should batters be looking at? Well, RJ, you got a Thursday night home dog. Do they have enough bark to pull the upset? Nebraska on paper appears to be too physical of a team for Kansas State. So you think Nebraska's too physical. You're leaning Nebraska right off. I have Nebraska when we get here, when we talk about it. I actually have it right around the number. I think Vegas has this pretty close to it. This Nebraska team, the one test that they had this year, they went to Washington, and they just absolutely cold-cocked Washington. Uh, one interesting stat I have, and I know this is your best bet, so I'll let you have the show, but Nebraska is averaging 40 points a game, and through four games, they've already had 10 turnovers, and they're still averaging 40 points a game. And, and I think that that Washington game is the game to look at, is because on one hand, the USC win makes the Washington win by... Uh, I'm sorry, so Washington beating USC makes the Washington uh, loss against Nebraska look more positive for Nebraska, no doubt about that. I'm not sure how good this USC team is, and, and that's causing me not to not be impressed by that Nebraska win because I, I think it's impressive, but not quite as impressed. But it is my best bet, and I'll tell you why. This is about Bill Snyder, and he's back second year at K-State in his second tenure there. This is a guy that turned around, for the younger viewers out there, turned around one of the worst programs in the history of college football. And it happened to be that one of my buddies from back home was actually played on that Kansas State team, 88 through 93. So I was, and, and Snyder came in in 89, and I really was there for the week-by-week, blow-by-blow of Bill Snyder. Some of my friends were on his staff later in the 90s. This is a guy who was dominant at home. And literally back when Nebraska was the best thing in the mid-90s, Kansas State was favored at home against him in the mid-90s. This is a great home team, and I think Snyder has that back. And here's why. 4-1 ATS last year at home. This year, they're only 2-2. Two and two. They haven't played a road game yet. This is their fifth game, Kansas State, and it's their fifth game at home. 2-2 two and two ATS, but they lost the two games by a combined 5.5 points. So, one field goal in each game, and lo and behold, you've got a 8-1 and one ATS record at home since they came back since the Snyder staff came mm-hmm. back. I think you've got a Nebraska team that's looking really good because of that Washington, which puts a little premium on this. I think K-State is going to be more fired up. for, the, And you make a good point, national TV game, that I don't think they're going to – you may have a point. Nebraska is more physical. I think they're going to be tenacious. And I'm getting double digits with a great coach that, that really dominates typically at home. How would you go against that? Well, it's kind of hard. My concern with Kansas State is that two of their wins were against Iowa State only by seven points, and then um, Central Florida. They covered that game, right? 
They did, you know, barely, but they did. In Central so, so when you cover, it means you exceeded expectations. Well, they didn't cover the Central Florida games. They win 17-13, but, you know, we could say they were in a look-ahead mode. Snyder, and again, this is, this is one of the few coaches I have real deep insight into. He's Mr. Vanilla. He's renowned, you may remember, when they were really good in the, the, the mid to late 90s for playing the worst non-conference schedule possible. Uh, I remember very well, and I was going to bring it up, but what I remember about Coach Snyder is every year they would start the season. It seemed like eight and zero, you know, or seven and zero, and then they'd have that one loss, and then he'd be, you know, teed off at the end of the year when they didn't get a good bowl game. I mean, this is a team, and, and I'm just going off the top of my head. When they were rolling in the late '90s, they finished in like the top eight in the country like four straight years. This is a team that was one play. You know, they had an amazing staff in the '90s. Mike Stoops, the coach of Arizona, was there. Bob Stoops was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the coaching tree of Snyder is the almost the entire Big Twelve is off that coaching tree. And this is a guy that, that from what I hear from, and I still have some friends on the team, is uh, on the staff. Is this team is or he's serious? He's not going through the motions. He's not collecting a check. He's there to win. And again, th- this is about should this line be nine or should it be 11 and a half? The, the, I think the line should be nine, maybe eight. And the value is those three and a half points. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Nebraska is the better team. Clearly, or not clearly, but here's an interesting point. Nebraska is projected to be favored in every game the rest of the year prior to the Big 12 championship game, every scheduled game. So this is a really good team. I just think, now, here's one thing that makes me not like Kansas State as much as I could. I think Nebraska is going to be really motivated here. They know that style points are going to matter, and, and, and they could go undefeated. I mean... It always happens. We always think there's going to be six undefeated teams, and it never happens right. that way. But right now, they're thinking we've got to be impressive, and I think they're going to be up for the game. I just, again, this is a bet on Bill Snyder. It's good. And one thing that I'll, I'll add to you that you will like with your Kansas State, this is a turning point for the Kansas State program. If they pull the upset here against Nebraska with Bill Snyder since he's come back, it is a statement game to all those recruits that might – be a little bit hesitant because of his age of going back to that school. They've had that problem, and I'm familiar with that because of Joe Paterno at Penn State and that, you know, where the, the program started to go on a decline and everybody was calling for Joe Paw's resignation. That. A lot of people don't know how serious he is. This will be a statement game if he could pull it off to put the Kansas State program back on the map. Yeah, I think both teams ultra-motivated. I think we're getting about... Three points of value here. Anything to close? Nope. All right, so we're giving away our $10 coupon early this week. Why don't you give uh, the listeners As we do every week, we're going to give away a coupon. It's good for $10. It's going to save you 10 bucks. So that's going to be the coupon. Actually, the word SAVE and the number 10. All you have to do is go to the checkout, enter that in the coupon code. You'll get $10 off your purchase. And if it is, happens to be a $10 package, it's free on the house. Nothing for RJ. All right, now it's your turn to continue the conversation in the comments section with me and Marco. And next up, we're going to be talking Friday ESPN action. We got UConn at Rutgers. For the best deals from trusted sportsbooks, visit pregameaction.com. For free real-time odds, lines, and scores, visit pregamelines.com. UConn at Rutgers, Friday night ESPN. Marco, what should batters be looking at? Well, the big question is, can Rutgers score enough points in this game to stay with Connecticut? 
Rutgers in four games this year, three of the four, they've been held to 19 points or less. The only team that they tallied more than 19 points against this year was Norfolk State. So that big concerns on if Rutgers can move the ball consistently. So you're saying no. I'm saying, I'm saying no, and I'm actually going to say both teams are going to have trouble moving the ball as we get digging into this game. Okay, so one thing that I think about this UConn team is I think in general they've been overperforming. 15 of 19 ATS, 15 and 4 ATS. This is a team, remember, the line is expectations, and this is a team that's been exceeding expectations uh, more, many more times than not. I also think that that Michigan loss, which was clearly UConn doesn't get a national TV audience too often, that Michigan loss looked bad and doesn't look quite so bad right now, which makes me kind of like, you know, want to play on UConn because, and, and, and clearly the reason that Michigan loss doesn't look so bad is Michigan's proved themselves to be a really good team. Now, how, as a handicapper, how do you look at that Michigan loss today by UConn compared to the day after the game? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Michigan's gone on offensively. They're a juggernaut. I mean, nobody's been able to slow that Michigan team down. So the fact that, you know, actually, to be honest with you, they held them to one of their lowest, lower point totals of the year, if you want to be honest about it. With the UConn, UConn against, against Michigan. Michigan. But if you think back to it, going to the statement about you know, UConn over, you know, achieving. I think if you go back to that first week of the season, if you remember, they were only a three-point dog mm -hmm. going into Michigan. I actually liked UConn. I, there was a lot of people that, <laughs> that liked uh, UConn in that game. So that's how, you know, how high people were on Connecticut or how low they were on Michigan coming into this season. I'm looking at this game from a different perspective. Uh, Connecticut got it going the last two weeks. They scored 45 and 40 points. Now, you're going on a Thursday night football game, or excuse Friday me, night. Friday night, and so you're playing with a short week, and I know you've got something on that in a minute, but if you've got a team that scored 45 and 40, and then you look at the total and it's 42 and a half, John Q. Public's going to want to just automatically jump to the over. Even though Rutgers is a team that's been struggling to score, you, people just don't want to take an under on a total that low, and it, it's that low for a reason. These two teams, I think, are both going to struggle offensively. Connecticut having the short week, you know, it's going to disrupt their routine, their rhythm. I just see this as a defensive game, and that is the strong suit. But really, though, you, it sounds like you're reverse engineering here. It sounds like you like this for one reason, is you think it's a soccer game. It sounds like you're saying this number's coming out where they are begging you to play over, and now you're looking, and tell me if I'm right, you're looking and saying, well, it's a short week, well, this, well, that. I could say, well, and, and I think it's valid, Rutgers is going to be a frenzied atmosphere at home on a Friday night game, which, is, which helps defense more than it helps offense typically, because mm -hmm. they're going to be screaming when the other team has the ball. And all that makes a ton of sense. But really, this is, this is a contrarian, sucker-type fade for you, right? I, I hate to use the sucker, but I use the trap, yeah. This is a trap game. You're, you're not getting trapped. You're going the other way. That's what I'm doing. All right. Here's why, one of the reasons in a, in a fundamental handicap sense that I agree with you. Now, UConn's running back Todman is, had, a, I think, 190 yards last week, but 37 carries. That's a, I mean, that's a crazy amount of carries. Now, a short week. This is a kid. I can't believe he's going to be 100% this week. He's a big chunk of their offense. I think that also adds into the handicap on the under. 
Good point. I can't, you know, it's a, the short Anything week. Anything else to close? I like the game. I have it 20 to 14. Right, so this is your official projection. Official projection. I got Connecticut winning 20 to 14. Take the under. But this isn't your best video best bet. No, we're coming now, with what, it. What's your record on that? Funny you should ask. 5 and 0. 5 and 0 on your video best bet. How much did it cost people? Nothing. Ah. All right, now it's your turn to continue the conversation in the comments section with Marco and me. And next up on the next podcast and the next video, we're going to be talking about weekend college and pro football action.